Welcome to another episode of the Compassionate Marketing Podcast. You're in for a treat today because I am sitting down with one of my favorite people. She's one of my clients. She's just an inspirational story of what it looks like to be a mom and be a business owner and be a wife and be a human being and want to pour your full cup into all of those different aspects of your life. So today I'm sitting down with Summer Thompson. She is a life coach for moms. I'm a mom, so it's a little bit more of that piece that resonates with me, but find the pieces that resonate with you on this episode, just about managing your time and your expectations and showing yourself compassion and being resilient and all the things. Hi, my name is Justine Beauregard, and I've been a marketer and sales trainer since 2008. I'm also the founder of Compassionate Marketing, and I'm committed to delivering you fresh perspectives about branding, marketing, and selling that will change how you do business for the better. Each week, you'll be given tips, strategies, insights, and interviews that leave you feeling clear on your next steps and your simplest path to success as an entrepreneur. Let's dive right into this week's episode. You're listening to the Compassionate Marketing Podcast. Summer, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. What made you want to be a life coach for moms? My family was in a good place and I was yearning for more. I wanted more. Um, and I didn't, I had always kind of had that, that wanting for more, but not really knowing what to do with it. And that actually led me to hiring a coach. Um, and the purpose of hiring that coach was to help me start a business. But what I didn't realize is that it was going to lead me to a passion and a purpose that continues to drive me forward. Um, and it led me to want to become a coach for a coach myself, but, um, instead of becoming a business coach, um, I was drawn to help moms like me. Yeah. I love that. Well, we have similar stories because I was a marketer my whole career. And for eight years, I did that in the corporate world. And now for seven, I've done it as an entrepreneur and I never knew what coaching was. It wasn't really popular a few years ago. And I remember feeling stuck in wanting more, the same as you kind of having, and just for anyone listening, like, I, and I'd love to hear your perspective on this too, Summer. How did you know that you wanted more? For me, it was kind of like every day I would wake up and I would feel kind of blah. Like there was nothing that was really driving me forward. Like I wanted I knew that there was something I was missing. I had this kind of empty space in my heart for something to fill it with, almost like when you desire to have kids and you're like, okay, I'm ready for that next phase. You just kind of have this like excitement and questioning and anticipation in your body. But what did it look like for you? Um, it was very similar. Like I um, had always felt like I was meant for more, I always want um, to educate myself more um, or learn new things. Um, like I really wanted to find out where do I fit. At first I thought it was gonna be crafting. Um, 
And that's, I feel like that was limitations I had put on myself in the beginning. And then eventually I found with coaching that it opened me up to more possibilities that like broke the glass ceiling that I had always created for myself. And I was like, wow, all these possibilities. Um, and I personally am drawn to helping people. Um, and a question I was asked that helped me, like, what would, what do you do for free? Or what would you do for free anyways? Or what would you be doing if you weren't getting paid for it? Getting paid for it. Yeah. And I always land on helping people. It's always, that's always something since I was a child, I wanted to do, I wanted to be a psychologist, you know, like those kind of like, where you like really change people's lives. That's what I really wanted to do. Yeah. And I found that coaching can do the same thing. We serve who we once were. If we don't have a definite mission, like that's very clear and simplified from the start, it's helpful to just serve who you once were. So for you, feeling like in the very beginning, I heard you say, I finally felt like I was in a good place as a parent. I was in a good place in my family. We were at a good place, which makes me assume, and correct me if I'm wrong, that at some point you weren't, and that was kind mm -hmm. of a goal. And so once you hit that goal and then you learned about coaching, you're like, wait, I can use coaching as a tool to help the people who were who I once was and bring them to this place where I am now and like solve for that, which is the most helpful thing that I can do. That's exactly it. That's exactly how it happened. Um, and when I realized that, like I've just been driving forward since like it's just yeah. um continued to fill me up and inspire me and um I'm inspired more now to invest in myself and take care of myself which has actually even up leveled like I was in a good place as a parent before coaching but I feel now that I've even taken it to the next level and it just keeps getting better and it's yeah. not just my parenting but my relationship with my husband the, you know my relationship with myself my family members um it's trickled out into every area of my life what would you say um, is the biggest transformation you've noticed within you since you started coaching? That I love myself now. Mm. I truly love myself. I feel worthy all of the time, not just some of the time. Um, and I don't um, ever like question my existence anymore. Like, yeah. Um it just feels like I it's taken I didn't even know how to have a relationship with myself. And um now I have like a close relationship with myself. Um and that's really changed my whole world. Has there been 
a standout moment, a tool, some pivotal thing for you that you can, that comes to mind about shifting from who you once were to who you are now? Like one thing that you would say, if you're feeling and fill in the blank for people, like the before scenario of working with you or being a mom who is in that place that's not where she wants to be, what that looks like. And then something, maybe not the only thing, probably not the only thing, but something that would shift them even just like 1% in this direction of feeling that wholeness and that self-acceptance and love for who you are. What would it look like? Um, there's like little tools and it seems so simple, but they made such a huge difference in my growth because it made me take a step back and think a little bit. Um, what's one example that comes to mind? Like what's one self-inquiry or, or questioning that you did with yourself that was like, huh? Um, I was told something and it really clicked. Um, it was your thoughts aren't always true. Mm. And that was huge for me. And I didn't like, I was like, but they're just my thoughts. Like my feelings are just my feelings. So my entire life, I had been driven solely by just my emotions and um, didn't realize that I could have control over them. And coaching gave me the power back in my life that I always felt like I was lacking. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I was in this class earlier today and the facilitator was talking about how his whole life he thought, there are certain things you can control, like you can control urges, you can control your body, you can control even the ways that you think. But he was like, I, I just remember thinking my emotions feel like this wild beast that needs to be tamed, but can't like getting a grasp on your emotional well-being and being able to kind of move it where you need it to go and work for you instead of working against you just felt really impossible. And when people said like, how did you do it? How did you become a master of your own emotions? Cause that's the toughest thing to master for a lot of people. And he was like, just gratitude, just noticing it and noting it. It's not, I'm tr not trying to change what this wild beast is doing. Like it's allowed to be itself. But I'm figuring out, like, how do I make this work in my favor? It's almost like you've got a wild horse. You're not trying to get it into submission. You're just trying to figure out, how do I allow this horse to be what it is, but also use it as a workhorse to guide certain things to help make my life easier because it, it exists here with me. That's what it feels like coaching is doing for you is it's almost like, allowing you to feel free by having the control yeah like it and actually being like freeing myself seem like you're allowed to have these emotions it's okay to get angry but it's how you react when you're angry or how you respond to that anger and what you do with it that gives you the power that yes. 
you know, like you can still feel angry and you can still be in control of yourself. You don't have to lash out at somebody. You don't have to yell at your kids or take it out on your husband. You can manage, you know, these emotions um, by finding what works for you, like setting boundaries, um, maybe for some people journaling, for some people it might be meditation, some it's, you know, uh, exercise, um, or just getting time to themselves um, to think about, you know, their emotions and why they felt that way. Um, and sometimes it's talking about it um, and having somebody who's been trained to process emotions yeah. talk you through it. Um, and sometimes it just might be journaling, you know, taking time for yourself for 10 minutes daily to really just tap into how you feel and what you need. You know, because that's important for everybody to do. Um, and especially moms, we put ourselves on the back burner and, we're, you know, we're not a top priority for ourselves. If you're yeah. wanting your child to be blissfully happy and in tune with what they want and showing up for themselves in the most powerful ways, but you're just living day to day, miserable in your life, just giving everything you've got and pouring it all out and not having anything come back to you and not feeling served by your environment and not setting boundaries. So you're overstepping like every little way possible, then what are those kids noticing? Like your actions speak louder than your words. We have these just mechanisms of convincing ourselves to play small. Um, a lot of the times as moms, we think we're doing what's best. Mm -hmm. And so when we are putting ourselves on the back burner or we're not prioritizing ourselves, we think that... Um, that is what's best for our, like that's serving our children. That is serving our family. Like that is their sacrifice um, to their family um, because they love them. But what they don't realize is, is that if they invested in themselves, that that could be so much more than the sacrifice of saving $500 or saving, um, you know, whatever it is they plan on investing in themselves, right? Because the better you care for yourself, um, the better you feel on a daily basis, the happier you are generally then you are more patient with your children, more patient with your husband. You can communicate more clearly because you're not so exhausted or you're not pushed to the brink or you're not trying to be this unrealistic um, model that we put inside our heads like 
nobody in the world can do everything, you know? Um, And so releasing ourselves from that, but also realizing that investing in ourselves and caring for ourselves will benefit your family. Part of what comes up for me as you're talking is this idea that when you give as a sacrifice in that way, it's like this long-term commitment to just keep pouring out of your own cup. So my daughter drew a picture of me the other day um, and it's so adorable, but it's actually really what inspires me to keep going. She goes, mom, I drew a picture of you and she drew a picture of me. And then in the bottom, she drew a picture of me on a coaching call with a client. And it just, they get to see me living my dream, building business, being strong, empowered woman, um, and, um, still being their mom. And now they can see that it's possible for them to live a life where they can invest in themselves and they can care for themselves. And I'm modeling the life that I want my children to lead. And that's so important. I love that. And I love how there's this statement, we visualize what we value. And I think Hearing that story about your daughter drawing a picture of you on a coaching call, I think there are two versions, probably infinite versions actually, but two versions that immediately popped into my brain when you said that. One being, oh my goodness, how amazing. What an example you are for your daughter that she can do anything and help people if she wants to do that. Like you're just showing her that you're living your dream and you're still able to be a mom and be present with her and all of those things. And then there's the story that comes up from past versions of me that would be like, how sad that she didn't draw a picture of you swinging on the swings at the park together. Instead, it was you working, right? And for the person who's valuing their freedom and their ability to live their dream and still balance that and have a relationship with their kids where they're like just living in their purpose and fully in love with that. You're just loving every aspect of that photo for what it represents because it represents your values. Like you value being a coach and a mom and helping people on calls and having your daughter witness that experience and draw it and bring it to life. And that is a full integration of everything that brings you joy versus this other side where it's like, I feel like I should be taking my kids to the park and swinging on the swings. I get both. Yeah. I get both. Like the reason I started a business, I could go to school full time and get a corporate job or become a psychologist. Um, But this lets me have that passion of helping people in a career, but also being home if my kids need to be home. It's so interesting how many people become entrepreneurs because they want to be free. 
Yeah. And then they spend all of their time hustling, grinding, working way more hours than they need to be, never taking breaks from their business, feeling absolutely burnt out, resentful, like all these different pieces when it's like, we've got to remember and cling to the values that we have. And especially the ones that we had when we started the business, because those are what drive us to make decisions in support of the goal. Because if you don't have them, then you're willing, if one of your values is freedom and you're using those values as checkpoints, and this is something that you've been so great at that I've noticed about you is like, if something doesn't feel right, you're questioning it. You're checking it. You're like, no, this doesn't feel good. I don't want to do this anymore. Like how, what else can I do? How do I get creative? Yeah. And that's so important as an entrepreneur because we can really get sucked into this idea that, you know, just put in your time until, 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 and you're always after a bigger goal and you're never feeling fulfilled. And then you just let your values fall by the wayside. Are you loving this content? If you are, I can guarantee you're gonna love the Compassionate Marketing Collective. In it, you'll get a library of marketing resources, live weekly calls, 24 seven access to feedback and guidance, peer-to-peer accountability and support, and members-only events and trainings. You're gonna love it in there. Visit growthmindsetmarketers.com today for details or click the link in the show notes. I'll see you inside. Yeah, and I feel like there's not one certain path to happiness and we all have different value checkpoints and just allowing ourselves to be free to take that journey and um however we need to you know everybody has like you said different a different view on how things should be and what happiness looks like for them. And we all should be able to um, live in a way that makes us the most happy. Yeah. And that's why I love coaching too, because for so many years, I was a strategist only and a consultant. And I would go in and I would, people would tell me I want to create an email campaign and I would write it for them. I would develop their marketing plans for them. I would just, I was a doer, right? And so everything they wanted, I would just create it and it would be great and it would serve their needs and all, all as well, right? But the thing about coaching that I absolutely love and I'm so proud to say that I am a coach is because we don't necessarily give people anything. We write permission slips for them to explore their own thoughts. And we ask really good questions and we help them get to the bottom of what it is that they're looking for and making sure that they're making the best possible decisions because there is expertise. And I think anyone like you're serving who you once were, so you know, what's worked for you and you know, what didn't work. And so when someone brings something to you, you're not like, don't do that. It's not going to work. You're like, why do you think it's going to work? Why do you think it's not going to work? Like, what are you, what are you believing about this? And then you're getting to the bottom of it so that when they leave the call, it's almost like, okay, make the the line between coaching and weight loss a lot. It's Mm -hmm. like, if someone comes to you and says, I want to lose 25 pounds and you say, okay, you've got to run three miles every day for the next month. And they'll be like, but I hate running. And you're like, but you have to do it. They're not going to do it. Right. But if you're like, 
you want to lose the weight. Okay. Let's figure this out. Like, what do you like to do? And they say, well, I really like to dance. Well, have you ever tried a Zumba class? No, I haven't. Okay. Have you ever tried bar? No, I haven't. And so then you're like, all right, maybe you can explore some of these things. Either way, you're working out as you're testing the workout. Once you start to find the thing that you really like, you'll start to do it. And then you commit to integrating that into your schedule. And in no time, you're going to lose the weight and you're going to feel good. And that's the difference between just like having someone tell you what to do and finding out for yourself with the guidance of someone who knows and has been there and has options to present to you so that you can find the best strategy for yourself. Just making you aware of your own thoughts is the very first, like, is this serving me? Is this helping me? Is this thought, um, you know, going to get me the best outcome? Um, and if it's not, then what can we do about it? Like, um, and then we work it out together you know, um, and you feel the differences between coaching and therapy is like making the decisions or like the way that you work it out. Because I find that a lot of coaches use different tools and I know you're in coaching mastery right now. So you're learning a lot of different tools and applications. Like, what do you really believe just to be clearer about the difference between a therapist and a coach? Well, I feel like, um, as a coach, I, we're able to come up with action steps and um, have tools that can help you move forward and what to do next and um, really individualize them for the person. But we're not just sitting and talking. Part of what it feels like to me is that therapy is very ongoing. Like it's, it's very... I come in here to tell you my problems and you listen really well. And coaches do that too. Yeah. But it's also oriented towards a goal. Yeah. Like when you hire a coach, usually it's not just you go to therapy forever. Like you hire the coach for a specific amount of time and you have a specific goal and you're given specific action steps. And it's not even necessarily that they're giving you advice. And then other coaches will do really good lines of questioning to get you as close to the desired result as possible, but you're making and buying into those decisions yourself. And then once that contract ends... You have the choice to re-up and to be working with that coach continuously, but you have to decide on the goal again and Mm -hmm. everything is goal oriented. So it's not just like moving through, you just come here every single week until the end of time and vent about your relationships and, you know, the circumstances you're, you're moving through. It's like, you can do that with your friends. You can do that with a trained therapist, but coaching is intended to take you from point A to point B. Yes, exactly that. Yeah. So I'm curious how you exercise compassion with these moms who come to you and feel like their life is just not where they want it to be. And they don't know how to get a handle on it. And they just feel like they're doing everything wrong and they're sacrificing every single minute of the day. How do you hold space for them? And and how do you empathize with them, but also show them how you can help them get out of that? Um, well, definitely, I have been there. <laughs> I have been that mom um, in that spot. Um, 
and I know that there's better out there. And what I do is I just support and I love that mom until she um, feels strong enough to go out on her own, you know, again, with these tools that she's been given, um, like, um, the minute our contract ends doesn't mean our relationship has ended, you know, um, I like to, I don't think of my clients as just clients, you know, to me, they're people I care about, and, probably lifelong friends. Um, I know that um, the clients that I've had so far were still very close. Um, and um, I think that also just being that mom who's been in that place before where um, you just don't feel like you're enough. You don't feel like you have more to give. And like, oh, like signing up for another program maybe feels like more than you have. But um, it changes your view of what's possible so then it opens up like it's not like it feels like you hold the belief for them yeah absolutely. because you've been in this place where you're like I feel like I was less than I feel like I wasn't doing it right I feel like things could be better. I feel like I was made for more, like all these types of experiences. And because now you're living in this place where you're like, my kids are happy and I'm happy and I'm able to feel whole and I'm able to love myself. And I can look in the mirror and be like, you're an amazing mom. You're a beautiful human. You're a kind person. Like all those thoughts and you're just seeing that potential for them. It's almost like you're a mirror that they're seeing they're they're seeing your version of them. Yeah, in the mirror instead of their current status basically. Yes. Absolutely. Like um Yeah, I just I believe in them. I believe in every mom out there. I believe that they are ready, are enough. You know, they are already worthy. They are already deserving of rest and a break and of compassion and um, grace, you know, um, and giving that to them and hopefully they feel like wow like I really am I really can I really will you know um it's what keeps me going definitely it keeps me 
driven in this purpose. Um, Because if you, if I had somebody when I was at the beginning of my parenting journey who believed in me that way and who was supportive and who gave me this space, you know, held space for me, um, I feel like it really would have accelerated, I guess, me to where I am now. I love the thought and the concept of be who you once needed, right? Like it's not just serving who you once were, but how can you be that person that you're like, wow, if somebody was just there doing this, this, and this for me, I feel like I would have gotten here in such a more powerful or expedited or, you know, fill in the blank way. And it sounds like it's both, you know, in a lot of instances, it's like, I'm serving who I once was, but I'm also being the person that I wished I had when I was going through it, when I was in the lowest of the points. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That I think resonates. the combination. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the combination is the compassion, right? Is like, you understand what it's like to be in that situation, but you also have this deep desire to show up in the way that you know and feel and trust and believe would have made all the difference, which takes that experience to a whole new level because it's not just serving who you once were in whatever way. It's serving who you once were with the most powerful conceptual thought of what that would look like as a model of perfection, right? Which is what we're always chasing. It's like, that would have felt perfect for me at that time. Yeah. And then as you move through being a coach and experiencing every different client and their specific needs and things that you butt up against and start to learn from, you're like, oh, that was perfect for me, but this is perfect for now. And then in three years from now, I'm going to have the perfect way to serve my clients then. And it's almost mm -hmm. like, I remember talking to someone a, a few years ago and they said, I almost want to call every single one of my clients and apologize because I'm so much better at what I do now. And I love that thought of like, I want to make it to the point where I'm apologizing to every single person because I'm just so much better at what I do because I've invested so much of myself into growing and just being the best version of me always when I show up. Absolutely. There's obviously no need to apologize for it. Yeah. You're, you're working it out <laughs> as you're moving through it. Right. But it's what a great concept and idea and thought of just like, I am going to have to apologize to every single one of these clients because I'm just getting so much better every day. Like I have chills just saying that out loud. I want my parents to feel that way. Like I want to apologize to my kids because I'm such a better parent now so as then. You know, yeah, absolutely. I want every mom to feel that way. Like I want them to feel so great about themselves you know um I want them to feel how I feel about myself now yeah yeah I love that I love that I think 
what a beautiful vision statement is I want every single mom to want to apologize to their kids because every day they're just so much better than yesterday at how they parent. And I feel like we all can do that, you know, like if we all just like, this is just getting me more prepared for the next time something comes up. Like I'm just learning from every, every step we take together. Um, and I actually learned that from my kids. So it's a great, like a completion circle almost. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it feels good to have that much hope for parents and especially coming from a background where you're dealing with so much in your daily life. You've got three special needs kids. You're in a mastery program for coaching. You are serving clients. You are building your business. You are working on your self-love and trust and all of those things. And it's important that you have this amazing self-concept that when you show up every day and you're able to give yourself compassion and you're able to model that self-compassion for other people and you're able to really feel into what they're feeling and to have such a clear idea of where you can take them it's like not every day you're you're not going to be happy all day every day but you're going to be happy every day you're going to be fulfilled every day you're going to have moments of gratitude you're going to have moments of transformation you're going to have moments of joy and they're just like sprinkled throughout the recipe of life like every day you're just moving and you're just adding to this amazing experience and it becomes easier to default to the positives to just default to the joy to default to the gratitude and hmm. it just it sounds like you're doing such important and powerful work for moms because your belief, I mean, your audience is moms, but I'll say for anyone, for anyone to have that level of just utter support and care for someone wanting to experience life at its fullest extent in every way possible and knowing that you're not going to do it perfect, but you're just going to do it with the most support and the best tools and this deepest understanding that you're capable of having what you want and balancing all of those elements of your life in a beautiful way just feels like such a beautiful and important mission and one that needs to be brought to every mom. Every mom needs that. Every human needs that. Absolutely. I believe that deep down inside. <laughs> so if other people believe that, and they're listening to this episode and they're like, I'm a mom. I'm about to be a mom. I used to be a mom. I'm dealing with these things. I'm struggling. I want more. I'm recognizing some of these patterns in myself. How can they find you and get what they need from one of the most compassionate, kind, loving, space-holding, gracious souls who is serving moms, which is you? Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it, um, especially coming from you, somebody I 
um, look up to so much. Um, you can find me on Summer Thompson Coaching um, on Facebook. Um, you can also find my group, um, the Badass Mama Support Network. We'll link everything up in the show notes so it's easy for people to just get access to your social profiles and your website and, and all the places that they can find you. But thank you so much for being on the show today and for being so open and vulnerable and transparent about your experiences and just what drove you to do what you do. I think it's so fascinating to hear everyone's stories of why they fell into the job that they're into or purposefully chose the direction that they've gone into in their life. And I think it's just so refreshing to hear about, to visualize and to really see you modeling the skills that you teach other people. Like it's so clear when you come on this call, when you show up and you're just, you're glowing. Like the summer that I met, and other people don't know you, and maybe not everyone is watching on YouTube, but the summer that I met was not this summer. Like when you first started your business and you were like, yeah, you know, I just want to help people. And then you got clearer and clearer about how you did that. And then you got even more committed to investing in the tools to help you do that. And then you got even more committed to using all of those modalities on yourself and just showing up consistently as one of the most resilient people I think I've ever met. Just coming back, challenging yourself, being a lifelong learner, going all in on your business, being the person who sees the photo or the drawing that her daughter did of her coaching and not defaulting to feeling guilty, but to feeling empowered and joyful in your work is just it's a blessing to be able to watch you shift from that person to who you are today. And I think seeing other moms achieve that, just you need to work with all the moms. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. I would love to work with anybody who needs help. Absolutely. That wraps up this week's episode. If you loved what you heard here, please take a moment and leave an honest review. And if you want to quickly identify and solve for what's blocking your success, go watch my free training, Uncap Your Income. In under 30 minutes, you will get the exact action items you need to hit your next big goal. Click the link in the show notes or visit growthmindsetmarketers.com to watch right now.